0: Hey guys, welcome to Braving It, the podcast about drama school and how we're surviving it. Brought to you by two actors in training. My name is Will, and my name is Chris, and we are your hosts. Um, so today is a bit bit sweet for us, um, just because we oh. about an hour ago finished our luck as foundation uh, at GSA, which is is very yeah. emotional we've, we've yeah. still got some things left to do like we've got a little meeting later on but that's that's not really a foundation thing mm. and we've got a big problem to celebrate finishing but our proper classes are all over now yeah so, and
1: that was my last class at GSA uh, flying the nest
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, we just wanted to dedicate this podcast to reflecting on our time on the foundation course what we've learned, what we've got from it and mm-hmm. helped us I guess But it's, it's been a, an emotional year for sure I think for everyone just in particular Because of the, the world circumstances that we're in currently
1: Yeah, yeah definitely I think it's, it's been such a weird year Because so much has gone on and then everything was thrown up in the air. Schools were scrambling around. We've already talked about everything. Mm. Like the process is changing. The schools were like scrambling around, GSA included. Like going, well, how on earth are we going to like um, <laughs> work this one out? And yeah, I think I think these past like eight weeks as well have been really really good. Yeah. Like from what like they've made the best out of a bad situation, I think. For sure. Um, but yeah, and our solo show projects as well. Oh my god that they went really so, well yeah I did love them like, I was
0: so impressed your one I really liked your one your I, one was very funny
1: I absolutely hated my one I think just because I watched it over and over again and I just yeah. wasn't finding it funny by the end at all and I was really scared I, I've never been so nervous in my life apart from I don't know why I was so nervous for other people to watch mine but I was literally I, I turned my camera off on Zoom and everything I was like I can't watch other people watch me
0: like, I, I I was looking at responses because I wanted to see what people thought. One of yeah. my favourite um, was one of the girls, Rhiannon, when she uh, when she saw my little dance break that I had in the middle of one of my numbers. I just saw her put her hands to her face, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just like. <and> shush. <laughs> but yeah, your one definitely left an impact on me because it must have just been in my subconscious because I went to, when I went to bed that night, I dreamt that I was watching your solo show and that you finished and then you also went oh by the way I didn't think that one was very good so I've made another one and you had another 20 minute show that you'd made in two days because you were like I I wanted to make another one that was a little bit maybe like in a different direction maybe a bit more serious
1: (laughs) I mean I'm really sorry that that happened and it actually like haunted your dreams but (laughs) oh well
0: I enjoyed it I can't remember specifically what the other one was about, but I just remember having a dream because, obviously, we sat down for five hours yesterday. Yeah. Watching a... So, they must have just been imprinted in my brain as I went to sleep that night.
1: Yeah, I didn't even... I didn't, I didn't even clock that I... Like, um, we were sat down for five hours watching them and then I looked at the time when we finished and it was, like, 7pm and I was like,
0: how mm. How have we just done that? And Some of them are phenomenal, though. Mm. Like... Writing was so good. You you would have thought that it was like a TV show or a professional play. Yeah. I was. I didn't write some of them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because the amount of effort I see people put in, I sort of I kept sitting back and thinking to myself, I should have put this much effort in. I did not put enough in. But Mm. I don't know. We we were all in the dark. We didn't know how far people were going to go with it. Whether it's just going to be a light hearted silly thing. That's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. These really well written plays about like um, like different topics and stuff, and I was like, "Geez, like mine was just a silly little song and dance about Socrates." Yeah. Ah, uh, but it'll be interesting to see because um, Jerry released our tutor. Jerry released a um, award list that he's mm-hmm. going to be handing out to people. So it'll be interesting to see who gets what award.
1: Yeah, an Academy Award. So he's made up. Has he made up forty awards?
0: He has, hasn't he? When I looked up, there was only 36. Oh, so I'm
1: oh, oral. Scandalous. Imagine four people don't get an award.
0: <laughs> no. Well, there was a couple that didn't put shows up because obviously we've had one person drop out the course. Oh. There was a, I think there was one other one, but I'll talk to you about that another time. Um, but yeah, no, it will be interesting. I hope that he adds more awards on. Otherwise, one or two people are going to be very hard done by.
1: Or he'll just have two winners for two of the awards
0: that's true or he could do like um runner-up awards like he did for the best leading actor and actress yeah which by the way the award that I really hope I win (laughs) but I know I won't like when I looked at the list I was like okay what awards could my show be nominated for Hmm. I sort of thought to myself, and I was like, I did do some weird costumes at points, so it could be costumes. I did yeah. have a break that was silly, so it could be choreography, or it could potentially be actor, because, I don't know, I did a lot of characters, but who knows?
1: Yeah, I don't know when we're having the awards night. What might you even
0: think? come up
1: to... Oh, it might even come up to That might be why he's joining our Zoom call, our Zoom prom. Yeah. Oh, Will, who's your date to prom? Uh, uh, (laughs) I can't believe we've actually got dates to prom This just makes me laugh (laughs) Uh,
0: So Just for people that don't know Obviously podcast listeners I I have a loving relationship with my girlfriend That I've been in with for like Almost three years now Um, So uh, my thought originally was To ask out one of the girls Who already had a relationship as well So it wasn't awkward Mm -hmm. that That was my train of thought I asked one girl on our course, and lo and behold, um, Mr Chris Smith had already asked. I'd already jumped in there,
1: I'm so sorry.
0: Jumped in front of me. (laughs) So uh, I asked someone else, and then they were like, oh, sorry, I've already got a date as well. So I was like, okay, cool. Feeling like I'm back in second (laughs) (laughs) grade.
1: Straight back to year 11 prom.
0: (laughs) Uh, And then I ended up asking a girl called Izzy, Izzy Bass. Um... Mm -hmm. She said yes, so oh. that, that that was good. And then, about an hour later, I got a message from uh, Katie, Katie Ruff, saying, uh, you have stolen my prom date. And apparently, Izzy had already asked Katie to go with her. Uh, and so we've had to come to a compromise, and we're going as a three.
1: I mean, it is 2020. We can have crouples now. That is a fine thing <laughs> to have in the world. So it's, it's all right.
0: I mean... Hey ho! Look, yeah. Looks better from a masculine perspective. Two dates. Oy oy. Oy <laughs> oy. Oy oy. Yeah. I'm really that masculine though.
1: <laughs> I, th- I mean, okay. We. I think everyone in musical theatre tries to be masculine. Actually, no. That I'm not going to say that because there are some very masculine um, people on our course and people on the a BA course. But then everyone has to have their moments of being a bit camp.
0: Like, to, to perform is being very camp in the first place yeah so. but no it's, it's it's interesting with prom now i i uh i'm excited to see how how it's going to go i don't know whether or not prom dates are actually going to fall into it at all like whether or not we'll have to do challenges with our prom date or
1: oh that'll be fun that that would be really fun
0: yeah um but anyway for for the listeners i'm sure listening about our prom is so uh interesting <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I don't know why we <laughs> launched into that conversation but yeah right. sorry that's my bad
0: let's take it all the way back to uh, when we started um yes so for me i this this is now my third year auditioning like this current year um and so i had auditioned at gsa back in 2018 originally mm. um and I came up with uh, Left Behind from Spring Awakening as my as my song and I royally screwed up the dance because I'm not a very strong dancer um, and then uh, I got rejected straight away didn't get recall so I was like hey hey that's fine I'll just do another year so I did a year of extra training at college um, doing a level four diploma um, finished that and then did a bunch of auditions got a couple of recalls at places so I was like hey I'm, I'm progressing slightly uh, and then got offered the foundation, so it took me a year to get to foundation, so what about you?
1: Um, it, well, it, I was doing kind of the same thing as you did at first, so I literally was uh, auditioning and everything, I started in um, January last year, so January 2019, and that was um, my first year of auditioning, and I think, honestly, I just like got lucky getting on the foundation, but. Um, it was balance I mean, the there. I mean, yeah, and it's it's helped me so much, like so much. I definitely, I think, I think I've said this before on one of the podcasts, but I realized like halfway through my audition, I guess you can call it season or what, whatever. I was literally like halfway through the audition, so I was like, I should really start looking at foundation courses because I was like, I'm not. I'm, I didn't have the mindset of I'm not gonna get in anywhere, but I was like it's not looking hopeful that I'm gonna get in anywhere. So I'll start researching some foundations and then booked Mount View and GSA foundation auditions and I got on the reserve list for Mount Views and then got into GSA. Um, pretty good. But yeah, that was that was quite nice. But yeah, I got rejected from all I didn't get any recalls for any of my <laughs> three year auditions. That's
0: it. Which was right.
1: lovely, but
0: it's fine. I mean my my first year I I didn't get a single recall anywhere I don't think
1: mm. I mean it is it, I think if anyone's listening that isn't on our course or that is looking to apply or anything it's just so important to just stick to your guns because I think I, I feel like um, drama school auditions are a lot of some places like want to see if you're truly dedicated to see if you'll come back a year later and be like I yeah. really want this I think I don't know I think that could be a Reason for potentially Because some some people say That they don't take many 18 year olds who are fresh out of college yeah. And that is true To an extent but it's not It's not like Necessarily true because obviously we had some There are some 18 year olds on the BA at GSA I think Yeah um, no,
0: coming up Because um, I'm, I'm in all the group chats now With uh, the new BAs um, Yeah there's, there's some very young people. I think there's one that's 17. She's not even 18 yet. Mm. Um, she'll be 18 by the time the course starts, but she's still 17 when she got off the place. So it's, it's literally just how ready are you? Some people have the natural talent where they're able to keep up from the get go. Some people have that talent but need help to get to it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think it's just a lot of, a lot is testing of whether you kind of fall at the first hurdle of like if you get really knocked down by the sort of rejection sometimes the first time around
0: Mm.
1: um yeah I think some people on the BA or one person I know on the BA um he auditioned for like three years like the same as you and is then has um was on the foundation and then went on to the BA and everything so yeah it's it's like It's it's literally just never give up basically there was
0: one girl at royal central who um i met at my recall she was one of the helpers and she was like oh yeah it took me six years to get into royal central
1: wow that, is a, that is a long time
0: yeah no I, I i probably would have been the same if i hadn't gotten any offers anywhere i just would have kept going mm. cause i'm not doing anything else so somewhere's better take me yeah, <laughs> yeah. But talking about people that listen to the podcast, because you mentioned it earlier, it made me think. I looked at the uh, analytics of our podcast the other day, and it shows you the demographics of where people are listening from.
1: Okay. And
0: interestingly, we have not only the UK, but we also have the USA and Germany. Ooh. So, guten tag, friends, and hello. <laughs> I was about the same. I don't know why but the,
1: the end of the Aldi advert popped into my head <laughs> I was just about to say that because I thought it was hello but I realise it's not at all <laughs> no imagine I did Geography A11 as well and I have no clue <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah I just thought that was really interesting
1: yeah it's quite interesting actually
0: um, it's gotten out to people in the states or um, anyone in Germany but thanks for listening if you are from anywhere that isn't the UK. We're based in the UK, if you couldn't tell by our accents.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was born in America. Have I told you that before?
0: No, I didn't know you were born in America.
1: Yeah, I was born in Pennsylvania, because my, um, dad's, my dad's job was out there. He, like, moved to America, like, five years before I was born, with my mum. That's cool. Yeah, so that's, did, that's you, nice. did you
0: not spend much time out there, or did you just come back, like, fairly I, quickly? I was, I think
1: still two when we got back here so, oh. yeah i was i don't remember any of it but i see photos <laughs> and i've seen i've looked at our house on google Maps. and like it
0: i was gonna say that the houses in america are normally depending on the area you're in I, I imagine pennsylvania probably would be quite nice for their houses
1: yeah well it's it, 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 the thing with america is you can um it's much bigger, so it's you. It, what, I don't know why, why did I just say it's much bigger as if no one knew that. Sorry, um, it's I, obviously I a
0: much houses.
1: Yeah, it's obviously a much bigger place. So then, um the land is a lot cheaper. And then lots of people just buy a big plot of land. Like my parents did this, bought a big plot of land, and then just built their house themselves. Yeah, they built it how they wanted it, and everything like that. And it was still probably a fraction of the cost. of a house in the uk because yeah we just don't have it's, space you but we... live in a
0: terrace house and you have to pay like 400 grand for it
1: yeah <laughs> yeah exactly
0: but yeah it's, it's all different culture and stuff isn't it mm. it's it's all good as long as you've got a roof on your head but yeah. it's 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 cool that you were like started off in america though like we're started off you were born in america <laughs> Yeah, starting off
1: Yeah
0: <laughs> Can we that a new phrase for people being born? Oh yeah, I started off on the 14th of May
1: <laughs> That's quite funny actually, I quite like that but, Yeah, it means I've got an American passport as well So I can, um, I can just, you know, pop off the boardway if I really want to
0: they can't be stopping you. They can't say, oh, no foreigners. You're like, excuse me?
1: Excuse me, I used to live here, thank you.
0: <laughs> I know I sound like I'm not from here, but look at the passport, it says otherwise.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, But yeah, go, going back to drama school, actually, relating to different countries, hmm. um, it's very interesting because there's always a quota, well, not a quota, but there's always the need for drama schools to fill... Um, with international students or um, f- different ethnicities. Mm. Um, like on our course alone, we had a girl from Greece, a girl from Malta, uh, a girl from America who was originally originally from Vietnam, if I remember correctly. Uh, but, but we've got a lot of like people from different countries. So if mm. anyone is listening from further away and they are looking at going to drama school in in the uk or gsa in particular then it is possible there's loads of schools that take international students and sometimes you might even have a slightly better chance
1: yeah yeah exactly and they do they do quite quite a few schools do a lot of international auditions now as well yeah which is nice and they travel out to different places yeah
0: Yeah. i do not envy the uh the people that have to fly out to all these auditions there was um I, I think when I was doing an audition for Rose Bruford or something, there was a girl from Scotland, like from the very, very north top of Scotland. Um, I think it's is it called John Groats? Um, I don't so, know. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, yes, okay. The UK is Groats, and then the most southern point is Lands End. Um, yeah. But I think she was like from around the most northern point of Scotland, so she had to fly down. To um, London, and then spend I think two weeks basically, as if it was a holiday, but doing all her audition- auditions in this one space of time. Imagine oh. restful that must be. Yeah. For me, what about person, recalls. Like, what happened to they? B- oh no. <laughs> but, but like I was just going to say, I I would be so stressed to do that because I like sometimes to work and change monologues if I feel like they didn't go down well.
1: Basically,
0: yeah two weeks you just have to stick with what you got or you have to be ready with a bunch of different stuff hmm. but
1: gosh yeah that'd be hard I, I definitely wouldn't be able to do auditions in two weeks I was I always spread out spread I I can't speak sorry let me restart okay. that sentence I always spread it out my audition i can't spread it out you've always <laughs> spread
0: out your auditions i always
1: yeah. spread out my auditions i really genuinely i just i think i was saying this two weeks ago now you, you, that my brain was fried. It. it's even more fra- oh
0: no you find you find it my yeah, back <laughs> <laughs> <We're good.
1: laughs> um my um brain is actually fried from just saying inside it's yeah I just, i'm just not using it as much and i just can't i'm working out that i can't speak anymore apparently
0: Um, yeah. Where were we? Because we had another bad Wi-Fi situation. We were talking about two weeks—the two weeks for a girl having to do all, all of her auditions in. You said you normally spread yours out.
1: Yeah. So I I spread mine out. Um, I think this year from January till. I can't remember what my last one was. Oh, the it was meant to be the eighteenth of April. Mm. So it was quite a big spread for. Um, five or six auditions um and that kind of a couple a couple of them were just sort of luck so like ppa and Art said in the first place were literally a day after each other because they both sent me dates yeah at the start of april and the end of march so but they were the only two that were like um just by sort of selecting your preferred dates and then the other ones you could actually choose which date you were going to audition um oh no sorry ppa you chose your date as well stuff like that so yeah and then obviously everything just got thrown up in the air when Mm -hmm. places had to start cancelling and everything like that yeah
0: yeah my my auditions I I kind of looked at the ones that I knew were going to be a long shot to get into and I think I'd tried those first as like my testers so that's why I did like my RADA, Lambda all those ones sort of earlier on Mm. um at the beginning of the year my school that I sort of felt like I wanted to really try and get into was Royal Central. So I I auditioned I think in January for that, January mm. February time, because I was like that's sort of a nice time to do it a bit early but not too too early. Um and obviously yeah. that went, didn't get a single recall. Ooh. Um which was yeah. a big surprise because as I mentioned before, I the previous year had gotten recalled. So uh then I had a few more to sort of spread out across the uh, the year because GSA. I, th- I think my GSA was in February because I had mine the same time as Isaac. Um, and then I wasn't ready for the recall on the weekend afterwards, so I then chose April for my recall. Okay. Which obviously lockdown happened, so I had to do it online. But yeah, I was out. So can't complain. Yes. Yeah. I but, think
1: just it's it's very it's very much personal preference. And obviously, if you're forced to do them in two weeks because of your like travel, then. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there,
0: there's going to be a, a certain amount of consideration to think, OK, they're probably not sleeping very well. They're stressed because they've had to fly out here. I would hope at least.
1: Yeah. Or, yeah, or if you explain the situation to people as well.
0: Yeah. Or you'll sometimes get the people who just naturally are just like, Oh, I just I just showed up and did my thing. Mm. Don't really care.
1: Yeah, I have a I have a question well to take it in a different take it in a different direction.
0: Go for Um
1: What were you what were your thoughts and feelings and stuff right at the start of term on your first day? Um, so obviously we've met everyone on the <laughs> Saturday. But
0: <laughs> that's an easy <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bless you. But obviously on the Saturday we met everyone and went out and everything like that. And then everyone had moved in on the Sunday. But when we were all sat in class for the first time on Monday morning, like what were you feeling and everything?
0: Um, That's hard. I I, I remember thinking I need to work my butt off. Hmm. Um, I, I kind of approached it thinking... I need to make a really good impression on all these teachers so they remember me when it comes to audition time. They can go, oh, I know he's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, I remember being a bit distant because uh, when I first started, I didn't go out to many of the freshers' events um, because I wasn't really a party person at the beginning of my uh, time at uni because I'd never gone to a club before.
1: Oh, um, I, I remember you telling me that.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I'd, I'd never gone out partying or anything or clubbing. I'd been to a couple of house parties, but I'd never d- done anything like out-out. Um, yeah. So I didn't really connect that much with the people on our course at the beginning. I felt a little bit, like, separated and a bit of an outsider. Um, obviously, now I'm fine. But I don't know why. I, I think I just... I was very reserved and I was very lonely at the beginning um, and that was purely my own doing I should have just gone out and experienced everything which is a lesson learned now mm. um, I definitely think my personality has changed since I've started I think I was very timid um, quiet. Yeah, I think
1: I've noticed that as well I don't know I've, I think when you like when the first when we had to do that song presentation and everyone was like oh god <laughs> right brilliant yeah. It was like the month. It was the Monday after Freshers, and Joe was like, in Freshers week, was like, oh yeah, guys, if you just perform one of something that you've done at the auditions or like something that you performed or stuff yeah. like that on Monday, we'll just see how you perform in front of the class. And then, like, you came out with this incredible voice, and then told me afterwards, yeah, I've never had a singing lesson, and I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was like, how, how, how is this fair? <laughs> I was like okay. and, like <laughs> and everything about like that, and
0: yeah. To be fair, I did mm. do a lot of singing at theatre school. I never like have been vocally trained, which I think definitely is, is shown when I sing. It's just, Yeah. I don't know. I do I...
1: You wouldn't notice that, though. because Yeah, you wouldn't notice that at all.
0: I just get away because I have vibrato in my voice quite strongly.
1: Mm. That, but vibrato, vibrato comes from good technique. True. So the fact that you've got a really good vibrato... Or you had a really good vibrato anyway, so yeah. then you had just good natural technique,
0: and it was really annoying <laughs> because
1: really I, you were like, "Yeah, it's... I've never changed my voice at all," and I'm like, "Okay."
0: <laughs> it took me a long time to to get my voice to that standard. Um, yeah, like it literally. I only started developing vibrato in early 2017. Um, okay. and it wasn't good vibrato. It was the kind of one that sounds like someone shaking you back and forth. It's like, eh.
1: okay. um, yeah.
0: And that that was purely just because I was doing lame is, and I was like, I wanna sound like I am legit. So hmm. I'm gonna try and find out ways to make my voice do that. And I was literally Googling how to get vibrato into your voice, and I would follow these exercises that I found on YouTube. There was one. It was the New York Vocal Academy. Um, and it was just doing something like May, 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 May. May. Um, oh,
1: that's cool.
0: Something like that. And, uh, yeah, after a while it just started coming out. And at my theatre school we were doing Agony from Into the Woods. Yeah. Me I and my... I love that song. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great, like, Agony beyond power of speed. Um, but, sorry, I'll stop singing. Um <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I... Because I, when we first started doing it, I didn't have vibrato in my voice. So I went away for a few weeks, started to, like, l- learn a technique on how to do it, and um, came in and did it, and all these people were just like, well, what happened to you in those two weeks? <laughs> um, wh- why has your voice now got this happening? So yeah. it was a space of, like, a couple of weeks, I just sort of did something different, and then it worked.
1: Yeah. I think everyone had that... has has that sort of breakthrough moment like i don't know yeah, sure. i can't tell if i've had mine yet but i think it was when um i was literally messing about um on tiktok <laughs> of all places <laughs> like a a few weeks ago or a few weeks into lockdown and i realized like i could sing or i could just well okay i sing um is a very loose term and like, i could just about sing waving through a window and actually like not sound mm-hmm. like a dying cat at the end of it <laughs> And I was like, I, I was like, where is, where is this come from? I was like, I, I don't know if that was my breakthrough moment, but yeah, uh-huh. I think everyone has to have one at some point. And they'll be like, wow, that actually sounded all right,
0: for sure. I, yeah, fun story about waving through a window. Actually, I um, I had to do, uh, well, I didn't have to. It was I for my theatre school. My last show I did was um, a cabaret and then uh, mm. we got to choose a song that sort of showed us off so uh, like we were doing different things as well like Keep It Gay from the producers I was Max yeah. and, and um, there was like a couple of other like big sort of numbers like uh, Songs for a New World there was a couple of stuff like that in, in there um, Yeah. and I was like I want to do a big solo song like we all had to do one and I was like what kind of song can I do and I was like looking at what I was listening to at the time and my big song that I was a fan of was Waving for a Window. Okay. Said, hey, why didn't I try this? My, vo- my heart said yes, but my bar- baritone vocal cords said no. Um, <laughs> so uh, I-, I think I'd be able to sing it now. But yeah. this, this was back in 2017. I definitely wouldn't have been able to have done it. Um, but I tried to. I put it forwards, and they were like, "Sure, why don't you do it?" And the thing that didn't sound good was the high bit. Like most of it was fine; it was just the way man. and yeah, at the very end, it was so high. I, I was like, "I'm determined to just keep forcing it out to try and squeeze that note out." And um, one of the girls was like, "Oh, I'll help you try and like figure it out." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." And then <laughs> as it came to the show. Like week, I was like, I'm not hitting this note still, and the show's in a week. What am I going to do? And I made the controversial and incredibly dumb decision to sing the high B flat at the end down the octave.
1: Absolutely not. No, I'm
0: just <laughs> so just went, instead of is anybody waving? I went, is anybody waving, waving? And it did not sound good.
1: <laughs> That's but that that we live and we learn. It's
0: so <laughs> jarring because I, I was doing like all the high notes in the previous chorus but then yeah. as soon as we got to the, the higher one at the end I was just like no, 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 no. It's
1: it's really, it's it's a like, I had, um, I put it in my solo show and obviously because I was playing myself I had to sing it in my own accent and oh, it's yeah. really hard in an English accent because you haven't got the like you can't sort of go waving or whatever Um, and, like, cut off the word because you wouldn't say that in English. Uh, In English? Sorry. In an English accent, you would, like, pronounce the G at the end and everything instead of, like, waving and whatever. And it's, like...
0: Sorry, yeah, carry on.
1: No, I was just going to say it's so much much easier to sing it in an American accent personally, I think. I I don't know what it is. I think it's the twang to it because, yeah...
0: Yeah, I, I was going to say, I had a similar experience when I got cast as Fiero, because I had to sing Dancing Through Life, Yeah. at first we were going to do it in a um, British accent, so it's like, the trouble with schools is they always try to teach wrong lesson, um, and it was like the whole Dancing Through Life, instead of Dancing Through Life, it felt a lot more natural to do it in the american accent because it was less stressed in the back of your throat um yeah and in the end she was just like it sounds better when you do it american so just make fiera american (laughs) and i was like okay
1: yeah i think do they do wicked in the uk in an english accent they do don't they yeah yeah because i'm not uh, i wasn't going mental when i said that to someone um and i think even when they sing it here he kind of sings it a bit American, just cause yeah. it sounds better. It sounds exactly. better than rather than RP. Like, sorry, received pronunciation <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know what RP is. Um, yeah, so it, I think it just sounds some certain songs just sound better in American accent.
0: Yeah. Well, I, the problem is they're written for an American voice. The songs that are written for english speaking people obviously will will sound all right and i think it's easier to translate an english song to american than it is to translate an american song to english like yeah like i don't think kinky boots would be sung very well if it was sung an american accent hence why they sing it in british or yeah well they sing it in like yorkshire or something don't they
1: yeah unless it's like songs that are meant to sound rocky and american like step one yeah that sounds that kind of has to be american because it's kind of a it's not a mickey take but it's kind of him over exaggerating it on purpose
0: yeah like well, when you think of something like uh phantom of the opera or lame obviously it was originally written with english actors so all of the words are in English. Are like well, they're spoken with an English wo- uh, language, like accent. That's the word I was looking for.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
0: then taken over to America. There's no. Both of them are taking place in France, so they don't have to be in British accents. They they can be in whatever accent the the uh, plays being done in. And I think yeah. the, about it is it's not hard to change music of the night to music of the night. So
1: yeah. Is, That's
0: true. I don't got on this tangent. We've, we, we were talking about our time at foundation, but <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, we always do this. Don't we we're going on the tangent. What well, what were we talking about?
0: <laughs> um, um, oh, feelings no. at
1: the start of the year.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's let's go back. How were you what, during the first?
1: Um, um, I was so I was. I, I was so nervous starting the course. Like, I, I wasn't nervous about sort of making friends and stuff like that because I I feel like I'm quite
0: you're like, an actual charismatic fella.
1: Well, I think okay, I wasn't gonna say that. I think it's just because I'm an only child and I've always had to make friends whenever I go on holiday, so I don't have to spend the entire holiday with my mum and dad. No offence, you're listening, but like, <laughs> but yeah, um, I think yeah, I think so. I wasn't too nervous about. Sort of trying to get on with people and stuff like that, it was just more. I was like, wow, this is actually happening, mm. and I'm actually starting to dedicate my life to musical theater, but uh, and acting and everything. So, yeah, this is scary that this is the but it's also it was so exciting. Mm. It was such a mix of emotions on that first Monday. I think yeah. I can't remember what streaming we had that day, but it was was it jazz,
0: jazz, mm. yeah,
1: yeah, and. We met Rachel Carriage for the first time and I had a couple mates who were on the course that we were on last year. Um and she was like, Oh they were like, Oh yeah, Rachel Carriage is lovely and everything and like, I was a bit not intimidated at first, but I was like, Wow. Man, well, like...
0: I, I think the thing is in the industry there's a lot of big personalities. Yeah. You're gonna come across like teachers in particular, they they will be very outspoken and have very strong personalities and that's not a bad thing it's just that the people they are like you will get like more introverted people in the industry like mm. I imagine people when they first come across me will think I'm quite introverted which I would probably have to agree with them um, but it's, it's just certain people will be more loud in your face and very energetic from the get go whereas people will take time to warm up to you so I yeah, to expect.
1: Yeah, I get that completely. It's like when we first when we first met our tap teacher, he was exactly the same as how he ended the year yeah. with us, um, Tuesday. So
0: I, I felt <laughs> a little bit like I don't know it took me a while to get used to his personality. At first, I was a little bit thrown off. I was a bit like, oh no, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this class because he's he's very in your face. But after a while, I, I, him.
1: I absolutely love. <laughs> from the get-go i absolutely love his personality like the, I, I think that's kind of i don't know whether that's kind of my personality but i kind of just chat a load of rubbish all the time and it okay that makes me sound like i'm saying what he said is a load of rubbish but if you were, <laughs> if you were in his tap classes you'd understand like we did we learned so much this year but yeah. he's like like i don't know Do you know what was
0: a super scary lesson, though? It was that one when uh, our tap teacher took us all to the side and just went, listen, you're not doing the work. If you're not doing the work, why should I? And it was was a massive, like, eye-opener to sort of go, I need to to sort myself out. I need to go over everything before class and be ready to come in because he's like, I can't be here doing the same class every week because you've not gotten any better because you've not practised. And I was like you know what that that is an incredibly fair point
1: yeah exactly that was yeah it was quite intense that little chat but I think yeah it was very much needed because I think we all got a bit complacent
0: oh yeah no for sure I I think for a lot of us it was because we had just started and Mm. uh, we were sort of getting used to it and we were like oh I'm comfortable now when that's not the attitude you should have definitely drama school you should never be comfortable you should always be like working harder and harder till you physically are just like, I need to stop, otherwise I'm either gonna pass out or um, don't feel well or I'm gonna injure myself, something like that.
1: Yeah. So, just
0: need to obviously not to the extent of causing yourself physical harm, but to the point where you're you're progressing and you're challenging yourself in a positive way.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean I've just loved this year. Like I literally yeah. have loved. it I know we said it pretty much every week, but I the yeah.
0: Of everyone has just been so like inspiring, though. Yeah, everyone's gotten better in some way or another.
1: Yeah, exactly. Everyone's everyone's really coming to their own this year. Like, yeah. I'm so proud of everyone on our course.
0: Yeah, and I um, it's it's going to be interesting to see where everyone goes like yeah is obviously blessed some people haven't got anywhere to go um straight away but they're good enough they they just need that extra opportunity and chance to to get hopefully another place maybe at GSA maybe at any other school but I, I yeah in our year I don't think anyone out there like out in our group let anyone down there was no weak link everyone no not at all
1: i mean there's there like a few of the people who are gonna have to be trying again next year as well i just would love like for there to be a place for everyone like i we're in such a like nice position that we've been off places yeah and it's just i don't i just think genuinely everyone on our course is so talented and I just look at the people that, like, maybe haven't got somewhere to go or still waiting on reserves and things like that. And I'm like, why? I'm, I'm just like, why, why, they, why is this the way this works? Like, when everyone's so talented, I don't get it. Yeah. But, but it's a drama school. <laughs> but yeah.
0: I, I, I was ready to be one of those people, though, because the only offers that I've had this year now were gsa mt um ba or gsa acting reserve and so i was like they're the only two got the acting was the very last thing i got come through um and before i got offered the mt basically everything else was declining me and i was like i need to prepare myself because i could be doing nothing next year yeah and that is such an awful place to be in because you're seeing everyone else around you getting these offers and getting places and stuff um, and it's so hard to to be positive about it because obviously you're happy for other people, but you need to also focus on yourself as well. Like, you are you can only be positive for people if you know them and if you're near them. You can't be positive for someone that you're eventually going to be far away from because you're not doing the same thing as them anymore. So... Yeah. It's, it's hard. And I'm... Exactly. I'm, I, I'm very... I, I can understand what people might be going through if they are in that situation, unfortunately. Mm. But I think I have faith in everyone. Oh, definitely. Know, for sure.
1: I mean, um, there's a girl... So there's a girl starting at KPA um, with me who was on the foundation last year with my mate who's now on the acting news and everything. that yeah. So she's coming to join first year PPA with me um, so it just proves that obviously just keep trying like literally yep. I, we, like it is I'd like count myself as very lucky to have been given a place like it I'm just so like grateful that they've seen something in like all of us that have been off the of places and everything and all the people that haven't been offered of places I just yeah I don't I don't mm. understand. <laughs> I really I just want everyone to.
0: Okay. I think it's just important to. To be yourself. Because I, hmm. I have come into auditions. Where I've seen people who. I can tell are putting an act on. Or you can yeah. Not being who they, they. They are trying to show themselves as. There was one guy. At my East 15 audition. I don't know if I've told you about this. But we were going around the table and having a nice chat to everyone like oh what um, monologues are you doing what are you doing for this what are you doing for that and this one guy like hood up proper like in his trackies he just turned to us and went sorry i don't discuss what i do on audition days and we were just like what that is that is such a closed off personality that no one would want to work with you yeah and it, it was so aggressive as well the way that he said it. He, he he said it as almost if if he was offended by what we said, like because there was a um, a second year BA who was talking to us and like showing us around, and you could tell she was really thrown off like off guard because like just the way that he responded so rudely, she didn't know what to say. She went, "Oh, oh okay, that's fine." Um, uh, someone else, <laughs> yeah, but bless her yeah i I think it's just be yourself be nice don't be a dick
1: (laughs) i mean that is a life motto or as our tap teacher said live laugh perform
0: (laughs) (laughs) live laugh you've heard of live laugh love love, but
1: have you heard of live laugh perform no i don't think so
0: (laughs) i remember one of our uh chats we had with um on like the feel good friday stuff we have where we um with GSA we get like meetings with industry professionals so musical theatre directors, actors, directors, writers, um, composers, stuff like that and um, there was one, I can't remember which one it was, I think it was about three or four weeks ago when we had the Come From Away cast and creatives come visit and uh, they were talking about how the people that they end up loving working with are the nicest people and I was hmm. writing down like notes the whole time and in the end I just wrote a summary that's just said don't be a dick
1: I mean that that is a life motto to take away there exactly <laughs> like just, just in general like yeah just don't,
0: just don't be a dick you'll be fine
1: yeah I mean I know first hand from that I'm not going to reveal on the podcast but Will knows <laughs> but um, the reason we didn't record a podcast last week that can apply to the that can apply to that situation as well <laughs> <laughs> but like anyway that's alright <laughs> I'm, I'm still haven't got over it that's okay.
0: it's
1: <laughs> <laughs> <But>. <laughs> yeah a virtual part <laughs> yeah know, I'm just yeah I'm gonna miss everyone so much like seeing people's little videos and Oh, yeah. I think it was Holly who posted it. Was it Holly who posted the first compilation of her I, clips?
0: Yeah, there's been loads of them now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what?
1: there's been all sorts, but no. the one I saw was Holly's, and I was like, oh, mess <laughs> what everyone.
0: What's sad is that I don't think I put myself out there enough, friendship-wise. I think it took me too long to start being more out there.
1: I mean, um, I think I think everyone really came into their own in um spring term, because yep. lots of people have made friends with each other but everyone just really i really loved the springtime because everyone was feeling the stress of it. auditions but we were all supporting each other and everything and i thought it was just really sweet how we all sort of banded together like when we needed it um,
0: but the, i was just gonna say the thing that made me saddest about all those videos was mm. that i didn't appear very much in any of them like not on my own at least like i, I was in a few of like the big overall ones but yeah. I think I didn't try hard enough to socialise with people, which I think is a personal thing for me, I don't know if that, this might affect anyone who is listening, or you personally Chris, you're obviously very very charismatic as I said earlier, so I don't think you struggle with stuff like that I mean,
1: charismatic is a strong word
0: <laughs> Well, it, it doesn't necessarily have to mean like suave or anything, or like yeah. it, it's just, you're good with people
1: but, um, yeah I suppose yeah
0: yeah I, I, I don't know if anyone is listening who might be sort of a similar introvert as me I've learnt to be I think it's called a, is it an ambivert like
1: an introvert I think so I've heard that before amb- yeah
0: an introverted extrovert because that is what I am now I, I yeah I've been that but for, for I, mean, a, I
1: think it, that's quite a good way of describing your personality actually that's quite nice because you sorry yeah no, I was just going to say, you come across as really confident now, and everything, and yeah, is it, like, I think everyone is, I don't know, I don't want to say everyone's different, but everyone has really come into, like I said, really come into their open the start of term. so everyone has sort of, just sort of let loose with their personalities, with everything. I don't yeah. know if you felt that as well.
0: No, definitely, as soon as everyone started becoming more comfortable with one, other, one another, you start sort of seeing proper sides of people not not in a bad Mm. way the the bit that they might have been a bit scared to have sort of let themselves open to but
1: yeah i mean i was so scared at the start of term to actually mess up (laughs) like so scared and now what we got to the spring term and i would just do a song and everyone would look at me and be like yeah chris that's not the one and i'd be like okay sure that's (laughs) fine you know what (laughs) like that's fine thanks for (laughs) you
0: you know what um has been like a nice little journey for me this year when yeah. we first started doing legit songs um, I brought in uh, Till I Hear You Sing from Love Never Dies I asked Jerry if it was a legit song he was like yeah it's sung in legit style and then afterwards they were like no it's not a legit song and I was oh, like okay. why can't um, but I brought that in and obviously it's a B flat right at the end and um, I hadn't been singing for quite a while because it was literally just as we'd started so I hadn't been singing yeah break and like my voice had gotten a little bit tired and weak um and so those top notes didn't come out and I struggled and I felt like a proper twat because I, I brought in this really hard song and not done well at all with it and flubbed the high notes and um afterwards I was just like I've, I've made a fool of myself no one's gonna think I'm good anymore like stuff like that um and I think one thing that's been a nice Sort of complete journey for me was in my solo show. I threw in a B flat at the end of um, Impossible Dream, which, yeah, the, the normal note at the end is an F, but I threw it up to the B flat right at the end. Just and it was like a it wasn't to impress anyone, I think it was more just for myself, yeah, just to, like I this is my journey, I can do that now, like, yeah, like
1: look how far I've come, yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: So I don't know. Have you had like a journey like that? You couldn't do something, and now you can.
1: I mean, um, yeah, I think I genuinely because I hadn't really had. I had singing lessons at school, but they weren't like GSA singing lessons at all. And doing your own vocal warm up, learning how to mix, learning how to do everything. I didn't know what a milks a milks. See, I, I told you I can't speak. I didn't, at the end. At the start of the course, I genuinely had no idea what mix was. Like someone said to me, oh, just use your mix. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> I,
0: I, 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 I still probably couldn't tell you. I could probably yeah. try mm.
1: something
0: yeah, I, attempt it, but I don't think I could do it.
1: I mean, yeah, I can't really, I don't really understand what it is, but I get the, the gist idea. of what it is now, if that makes sense. But yeah, I think for me, it was just my voice wasn't strong like it, it, it wasn't it wasn't like I couldn't sing high because I've just always had a naturally high voice like you can probably listeners of the podcast can tell my voice is a lot higher than Will's naturally speaking on everything mm. um, so I've always sung like high songs but they've never actually sounded very nice just because I would squeeze to try and get top notes out instead of using Mate. the right like, muscles and everything and I think that's been one of my biggest improvements and then ballet as well. I never knew there was so much to technique. Like I thought I was doing well in ballet class that um uh the like external ballet class I was doing um in SIG four and I was wrong. I was <laughs> like when all of my technique got re corrected at the start of the year and then I've seen such a huge improvement in dance that I've I've uh, just been proud of myself for like improving.
0: Yeah for sure. But, but yeah. what <laughs> one thing I do find quite funny is that you brought up the fact like that our voices are a different pitch and stuff, yet somehow we were both always on the top harmony.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, cause it, you, yeah, are you do you class yourself as a baritone?
0: I uh, yeah, I'm a high baritone.
1: Yeah, and then we'd always sit together in ensemble singing and then sing out, belt out um, James's top harmonies that he wrote. <laughs> Oh, Sweeney
0: Todd killed me off when we did that. (laughs) What was that, high Cs? Like, This
1: yeah. It was like, Sweeney, 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 Sweeney!
0: Like,
1: I I couldn't.
0: (laughs) I think, for me, that was a a thing I had to come to realise, was when I first started, I I wanted to, and I thought I was a a tenor. Um, Mm. And I, I now have come to accept like no i'm not a tenor but that's not a bad thing like i it's, it's just being able to train your voice and know what it will show your voice off the most um and the, the reason i sat in the tenor line as well was because we had so many boys that sat on the baritone line so i was like well if they need tenors i might as well try and push myself towards it and i think after, yeah. I, after i've come to understand my voice a bit more um like I've, I've spoken to a couple of singing teachers now and they're just like yeah you you can sing the notes that a tenor does, you just need to have the right technique for it, and I was like, yeah. oh cool, <laughs> I'll take that, <laughs> it's kind of like the yeah. best of both worlds, because you you can have like a nice low range as well as a nice high range
1: yeah, I, d- I definitely need to work on my lower register now, because I realised, I think, is it waving through a window has quite a low bit, where it's like spare, bow, spare, bow, 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 yep. and like that or, bit yeah.
0: Around. i don't know why i said
1: yeah um i think i definitely need to work on that so that would be something to sort of ask my future singing teacher about but it's a lower yeah. okay um i <laughs> i can't picture a keyboard in my head um oh it's lower than the mid- that's lower than a the middle C, isn't it or, or, yeah yeah um, <laughs> this really shows the extent of music theory <laughs> training i've had um, which is Repenies absolutely below. none what sorry?
0: What do you reckon is your lowest note?
1: Um oh, I can sing <laughs> you know the country song that's like maybe like the northern and the lights the that one. <laughs> <laughs> so probably, I have to like st- I have to proper shove my chin downwards to get that that's bottom bad. note. It's,
0: that's bad technique. Yeah, I know.
1: Well, we don't talk about that. <laughs> but yeah. Um,
0: the only reason I would know mine is because I, I have sat there with a the piano or like with other people trying to figure it out. Okay, I, I need to do that. I've never, I've never done that. I
1: should probably <laughs> do that, shouldn't I?
0: <laughs> well, it's yeah, something that needs to be put on your actor's resume. Yeah, that's true. Say I can do a, an E two to a B flat or whatever. Mm. Which yeah, that is my loaner. By the way, I need to.
1: Okay, cool. I don't know. What, I don't know what the. I don't know what the note of that song is.
0: What the anyway? Lock, lock the doors and turn the lights. Yeah, open?
1: maybe lock them doors and. Ta- oh, I didn't put my chin down that time. <laughs> I
0: don't know, they, I. Uh... Nah, no, that, I don't
1: know. Sorry, that song is an incredible song to sing along to. It's so much fun. <laughs> it makes me want to do a country show, like. Oklahoma. That is very true. I mean, I'm definitely
0: going to be doing it with GSA because they literally just did it, so... Yeah. I don't,
1: know what, I don't know what type of shows PPA do. Like, I've looked at their history and it doesn't seem to, like, follow a pattern, but then again, neither does GSA at all. Okay. Think they did, did GSA do Shrek? Yeah, they did Shrek Was the
0: that, year before yeah. thing or the year before And that. then
1: they did Oklahoma this year, so... I'm and the whole range of shows for my year. You're hoping a what? Sorry,
0: I'm really hoping they do another legit show when it mm. comes to the year. I know they're doing all they're thinking about doing. Um, Kinky boots, I think. I think that was on the cards at some point.
1: Yeah, but I, I, I feel th- like we revealing stuff that we shouldn't be revealing. <laughs> That's,
0: well, it's not. It's not confirmed. So. Oh okay.
1: It's
0: right. Yeah, I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. other shows they had on the cards and stuff.
0: But I I remember talking to them and being like, uh, when I did my interview for GSA and talking about how much I like Phantom, and I saw like a slight sort of smirk come from one of them, and I was like, hold on a second, <gasps> in the cards.
1: <gasps> where would they put the chandelier? <laughs> Imagine that well, in the Ivy.
0: Could do it as um, how the 25th anniversary did it, where they just make the, uh, the chandelier sort of spark rather than crash down
1: oh true I can't remember but, what show actually made me poo my pants in the audience oh when we were watching um, what was it called the one with the massive mirror on the stage
0: oh uh, Lovely Bones
1: Lovely Bones that was it and Holly <laughs> Holly has the most incredible video of me James and her before the show I was,
0: I was sat right next to you all I was literally yeah. on the other side of Holly when you, when you guys took that and I ju- I jump at every like
1: I don't get I don't get scared by stuff, but I jump at everything. Like if someone jumps out at me, I will scream. But like, it,
0: it was strobe lighting straight at your face, and the lights yeah, went off. A really it?
1: loud mute, mu- like, like, like a loud
0: bang. <laughs> we were just doing a proper jokey little
1: video just. I can't remember what we were doing. We were going, oh yeah, really a the banana. and then the light went off, and we went, what? I'll see.
0: Yeah. Imagine the like the poor hearts of the the elderly in that though, because the Yvonne obviously has an average viewing age of like around sixty, around
1: <laughs> yeah seventy four, and then we bring the average age
0: down. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But, but like the strobe lighting, that can't that can't have done anyone in that room very good. Well, I mean it did
1: it did have warnings up,
0: so yeah. Oh, and then my, we witnessed our first the Yvonne Arno
1: trips were actually quite fun when you think about it. Like I did love going. to... <laughs> The Bonana and seeing a whole range of different things.
0: I'm kinda of hoping uh, I can still do that when we do the BA.
1: Yeah. I mean if they still do the student tickets, I'll still be in Guildford, so we can go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um I can't remember Oh, I'm annoyed we didn't get to see Friends of Call. Cool. Uh, I really want uh, I really wanted to see Friends
0: of Call. Cool. The the one that I really wanted to see was an inspector calls. I know oh that
1: yes. I've seen... Did you study that for GCSE English?
0: I didn't do it for English, but I ended up doing the play for drama for my GCSE okay. exam. And I played Inspector Ghoul. <laughs>
1: yeah. Because we we um, we went we were, like, forced to go and see it. I say forced like it was a bad thing, but it, it wasn't for me, but mm-hmm. everyone had to go and see it because we were doing it for GCSE. And... A good show. I mean, yeah, it was a great... It was a very good show... Um, there was a very interesting moment towards the end of it though that absolutely I was, I just when I find, right when I find something funny and I'm in a situation where I shouldn't laugh like it was they were trying to be deadly serious on stage in this situation and I was sat there with my head in my like lap absolutely wetting myself laughing for no reason other than I just found the fact that the entire house, so they were in this small little house yeah. uh, on stage And it was like raised up, and then it had the street outside, and then at the dramatic turning point in In Inspectacles, I don't know if anyone knows the story where it it's basically everything starts going wrong and the whole story unravels and everything. The whole house tipped forward, (laughs) like off this plinth. Like the whole house sort of like tipped upwards. Everything went flying off the stage. Oh god! um, Off the like the table. The teapots and everything and then the whole last 15 minutes of the train, it was I, I thought it was fantastic up until this point because I was just laughing because I couldn't take it seriously.
0: I was going to say yeah. was that done on purpose?
1: Yeah genuinely it was done on purpose. Every, every night this happened and it was basically to show the, the, the sort of downfall of the household by metaphorically making the f- house downfall on stage Jesus. and then they were doing things where like one person would try and go and get the door and he'd have to like climb up the Climb up the floor, wow. and then <laughs> they were trying to have this deadly serious monologue with the policeman outside, and they were walking around on stage, crunching about on the <laughs> broken teapots and and mugs and everything
0: that had gone wrong. And I
1: was just like, "What is going on?"
0: That just, that's a massive safety hazard, surely. I mean, I think they were breakaway teapots.
1: I don't know; they broke very quickly. But it was it was just I. I loved it, and then I was like, "I." It was an interesting choice. <laughs> like,
0: that, that, that just makes me think of the play that goes wrong, where like all the stuff starts falling down, and yeah. yeah. Um, have you seen the play that goes wrong?
1: I want to say yeah. I've, i I'm under the mis like misconception that I haven't seen it, but I know I think I have with my mate Tom. I think I can't remember whether we went to see comedy about a bank robbery or the play that goes wrong. But I've definitely seen the comedy about a bank robbery. because I've seen it twice. And so I yeah. think I, I think I do remember. Is the play that goes wrong in the theatre that's opposite where Mamma Mia is? Uh, I think and Forty Second Street was.
0: Maybe I can't remember it. It was a while since I've watched a play. That goes yeah. Back. But I think
1: I think I definitely have seen it. It's in a really small theatre, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's not a huge theatre, Yeah, but the reason it made me think of that is because there's one section in the show where there's a raised platform and one of the legs of the platform just completely falls apart, so the whole um, platform then goes on like a diagonal slant and the guy who's on the platform is having to hold the desk, the rolling globe, everything up and he's like yeah, on to the back of the platform trying to hold all the stuff um, up while doing the play and they just for yeah. that but those shows yeah. are expensive to do surely that amount expensive of they must be expensive the amount of technical stuff they have to do
1: yeah I mean they've, they always stay on for a long amount of time though at the moment and Mischief Theatre is doing so well like they they had another um, show that was all improvised as well I think yeah and um, yeah, they do. They're doing incredible stuff.
0: They were going to come out with grown ups, weren't they?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And the magic show that goes wrong. I think that was released.
1: Yes. That's with um. Is that with the P? If- is it PJ Duncan? I don't know. Oh my god, that's and something. And <laughs> Pen and Bella. Te- Pen and Why did I think it was PJ and Duncan? P. And P. My brain J. is not P. functioning. Aren't they? PJ and Duncan are um, Anton Deck when they went Anton Deck.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why. I thought Penn and Teller were PJ I, and Duncan. I'm
0: really but... a big fan of magic, so uh, slightly offended that you thought Penn and Teller were PJ and Duncan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I like Penn and Teller as well, but I just,
0: I just can't remember their name. No, nah, it's all right. Um, but no, we, we should probably wrap this up before it becomes another hour and a half podcast. <laughs> one.
1: Yeah, true. it's probably sitting about an hour with the cuts
0: and yeah, stuff yeah. as well. So, uh, yeah. But no, uh, so just to sort of do a quick summary and reflect, our year has been massively helpful and mm. the improvement from everyone has been huge. But only because of the amount of work everyone's put in if you didn't work hard and just expect the course to naturally get you better you're not going to get anywhere and I don't think any of the teachers will respect you for that either if you just come to class and don't do anything else if you don't like put the work in don't practice or don't yeah hardest, the then you're not going to get anything from it
1: yeah exactly I think like you've said it perfectly but I realized like soon into the year that I did need to come in afterwards and work on my stuff outside of class and everything like that um yeah, I've literally, I've had the best time this year. Like, I've loved, like, I've made so many friends for life. Like, everyone on my course, love them. I love you all. And like, if you're listening, like, yeah, good luck with everything. Because I know we're all flying off to different drama schools. Why do I keep saying flying the nest to different drama schools? I don't know why, that's my (laughs) favourite saying. (laughs) We're flying! But um, we're all going off to different drama schools and different places. And then obviously we'll still be in Guildford to kind of together or whatever but yeah I think just good luck to everyone for sure it's what I want to say
0: that yeah no no, it's it's a very sweet way to put it and uh if I have to make any closing statement I'd probably say this don't be a dick
1: (laughs) just cut (laughs) that
0: but um no I, I will do a proper outro um But no, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, Whatever is happening for you out in the world, go and smash it. We believe in you. And uh, we will see you hopefully next time. All right. See you
1: next time. Bye.